you're having a wonderful morning. I hope you guys were blessed and um, coming to you with another word um, that the Lord laid on my heart to speak on. Um, I know that it, it may have uh, be a little bit lengthy, and I'm reading from the the NLT version, um, the New Living Translation. Um, yeah. But um, I pray that you will understand exactly um, what the word is saying this morning. And, um, you know, I hope you, you all are doing well, you know. <laughs> um, I actually just want to get a more um, open space where I can actually speak on a little bit more, you know, because it's just a short recording sometimes. But, um, yeah, let me just go right into it. Um, it's actually speaking on intercession. So it's just a slight amount of, um, yeah, speaking on intercession and, um, you know, stuff like that. But let me just get into it. I'm just going to read. Um, the, so it says, the old system under the law of Moses was only a shadow, a dim preview of the good things to come. Not the good things themselves. The sacrifices under that system were repeated again and again, year after year. But they were never able to provide perfect cleansing for those who came to worship. If they could have provided perfect cleansing, the sacrifices would have stopped. For the worshippers would have been purified once for all time, and their feelings of guilt would have disappeared. But instead, those sacrifices actually reminded them of their sins year after year. For it is not possible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. That is why when Christ came into the world, he said to God, You did not want animal sacrifices or sin offerings, but you have given me a body to offer. You are not pleased with burnt offerings or other offerings for sin. Then I said, Look, I have come to do your will, O God, as, it, as it's written about me in scriptures. First, Christ said, You did not want animal sacrifices or sin offerings or burnt offerings or other offerings for sin nor were you pleased with them though they are required by the law of Moses then he said look I have come to do your will he cancels the first covenant in order to put the second into effect for God's will was for us to be made holy by the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once for all time under the old covenant the priest stands and ministers before the altar day day after day offering the same sacrifices again and again which can never take away sins but our high priest offered himself to god as a single sacrifice for sins good for all time then he sat down in the place of honor at god's right hand there he waits until his enemies are humbled and made a footstool under his feet for by that of that one offering he forever made perfect those who are being made holy and the holy spirit also testifies that this is so for he says this is the new covenant i will make with my people on that day says the lord i will put my laws in their hearts and i will write them on their minds then he says i will never again remember their sins and lawless deeds and when sins have been forgiven there is no need to offer any more sacrifices all right and so dear brothers and sisters we all we can boldly enter heaven's most holy place because of the whole of the blood of jesus by his death jesus opened a new and living life-giving way through the curtain into the most holy place and since we have a great high priest who rules over god's house let us go right into the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting Him, for our guilty consciences have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean, and our bodies have been washed with pure water. Let us let, sorry, <laughs> let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep His promise. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works, and let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Dear friends, if we deliberately continue sinning after we have received knowledge of the truth, 
there is no longer any sacrifice that, can, that will cover these sins. There is only the terrible expectation of God's judgment and the raging fire that will consume his enemies. For anyone who refused to obey the law of Moses was put to death without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. Just think how much worse the punishment will be for those who have trampled on the Son of God and have treated the blood of the covenant which made us holy as if it were common and unholy and have insulted and disdained the Holy Spirit who brings God's mercy to us for we know the one who said I will take revenge I will pay them back he also said the Lord will judge his own people it is a terrible thing to fall into the hands of the living God think back on those early days when you first learned about Christ remember how he remained faithful even though it, it meant terrible suffering sometimes you were exposed to public ridicule and were beaten and sometimes you helped others who were suffering the same things you suffered along with those who were thrown into jail and when all you owned was taken from you you accepted it with joy you knew there were better things waiting for you that will last forever so do not throw away the confident in confident trust in the lord remember the great reward it brings you patient endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to do god's will then you will receive all that he promised for just a little while the coming one will come and not delay and my righteous ones will live by faith but i will take no pleasure in anyone who turns away but we are not like those who turn away from god to do their own destruction we are we are the faithful ones whose souls will be saved thank you jesus um i know that it's a little bit lengthy but um um, I tend to like to, when I'm reading the scripture, um, I let it flow. Um, I don't like to hold back the word of God because the word of God is truth. And I don't like to miss out anything out, out of the scripture. But um, it's it's clear to us what it, what is speaking on because, you know, rams and bulls were, were, were one of the things that used to be sacrificed and, and slain on the altar for people back then um, in the days of old. And Jesus Christ came and stood in that and took on all sins on him and died for us and um, that we no longer need once our sins are forgiven we don't need to sacrifice um, you know any rams and bulls or anything the only thing that the scripture speaks on is that to present your body holy and acceptable unto God which is a reasonable service which is which meaning that the temple of the the temple that you have which is your body belongs to God and you honor him in worship in prayer in fasting whatever it is that you do um, on a day-to-day -day basis so um, it's not to say it's religious but you're led by the Holy Spirit because remember that he said that he was he was gonna leave and he's gonna leave us a comforter which is the comforter is gonna teach us so teach us all things take time and talk <laughs> yeah um, the comforter is gonna teach us all things so anything that we don't know, we ask the leading of the Holy Spirit to lead us and gain understanding. And that's how we learn and that's how we 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 are um, made righteous through him, um, you know, through Jesus Christ. Now, you know that the scripture was talking about that we, we can now boldly enter into the most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. There's no veil that is um, that is there anymore like before. It was actually torn when Jesus died on the cross and it gave man the access to enter into the holies of holies which you know that you're you you have to surrender you know you go into the presence you ask the Lord to forgive you um, you know you adore him right honor honor the Father right through Jesus Christ you you cleanse yourself right you ask for forgiveness you start praying before you even ask for anything right you start praying and you ask God to cleanse you purge you do whatever it is and as, as as you do that automatically the spirit of the living God start to bring up an intercession in you because you don't know what you ought to pray for as what the scripture said um, let me get that scripture right it says in um getting that quickly yeah is in romans 8 verse 26 and it says that um 
New Living Translation again, and the Holy Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. So there are things that we don't know what we're going to pray for. Yes, we're feeling pain, we're feeling anguish, we're feeling all of that, but it's still needed for us to open our mouths just the same, right? Sometimes all we can do is just to cry. Tears is a language that God alone understands right but there's also a part of it where we enter we don't know what we're going to pray for you know someone um before i get to that you don't know what you're going to pray for and you start praying you start cleansing yourself and you're entering into the holies of holies because you're stripping yourself right you're stripping your, yourself off your own way right let me put myself aside i'm stripping myself off my my own way of my own will and I'm allowing God to enter in, right? Allowing myself to enter into the presence of God. Let me say that. Enter into the presence of God in order for me to be made new, for him to speak to me, for him to tell me or give me the unction on what to pray for, right? And it, it becomes automatic when you, start, when you start doing that, right? It's the same way with worship because worship goes along with that. It says that who worship him um, in must worship him him in spirit and in truth. I don't know why I can't take time to talk. <laughs> um, yeah, worship him in spirit and in truth. So when you're worshiping God, you have to be careful in the sense of knowing that you have to be truthful, right? Because sometimes we we think that oh, most righteous God, oh, I had whatever or whatever it is that you do. You understand and we think in that 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 is adoring him or whatever but i think in true worship your truth let your truth be known let your truth be spoken of and um let it come forth right in the sense of knowing that god i'm i'm not i'm not perfect i'm not whatever you know all of that and stuff like that and whatever whatever it is that comes to your mind in the sense of knowing that i'm not worthy but you are you understand um to let you know that how much you need him because that's how we, we we actually go to seek the lord to know how much we need him right it's not the fact that he needs us but we need him in everything that we do and it's the same with prior right so we enter into the holies of holies and we pray it doesn't matter where you where you are it doesn't matter if you're on a bus it doesn't matter where you are you um have the right let me just say that you have the right to pray now in the sense of interceding that I, that i wanted to speak on right because we're talking about intercession as well because intercession um let me just quickly give you the meaning of interceding interceding all right intercession means um the action of intervening or on behalf of another right now pleading right so there's another word that says pleading intervention um petition now we have to understand that prior which is our personal prayer that we would have um that we would have on a regular basis that we just talk to god and it says that the difference between prior and intercession prior is to our lives what fuel is to an engine intercession is a step up from prior intercession is praying god's heart into a specification or standing in the gap of off behalf of a person who is in need of mercy and grace now i it's been i think it's been weeks that i actually had this on my heart and i wanted to speak on it but i think i would have been coming on the premise of of pain right and not on the premise of how god wants me to speak on we i'm not afraid to testify and speak on things and and speak on the level of where um being an intercessor and i want to say intercessor i'm not going to say i'm an intercessor but um i do have the the anointing to intercede for people right now we have to understand that um to intercede for someone sometimes we stand in the which the, the 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 meaning said that we stand in the gap right come on holy spirit 
we intercede and we stand in the gap for someone and we believe God for whatever is going to happen in their lives. Now, what I wanted to speak on, so it's not a case that I wanted to say that there's no, no, thing, no such thing as an intercessor, which technically we're not supposed to be titling ourselves as intercessors, right? I want you to understand that we are all believers, right? Whoever surrendered their lives to God, we're believers. We have given the mandate, right? And each person, the scripture said, every man ought to pray, right? The scripture said, pray without ceasing, right? A lot of times what I've seen is that a pressure has been placed on, on intercessors for them to pray alone. And then you have people who basically don't do anything, right? And we have to understand that it can be a case where we're, we're going to um, intercede on, on people's behalf and you're not doing anything, right? In the sense of not believing or whatever, right? While I understand that someone may not have their belief on certain levels, right? We pray, right? And we believe God for you. There's a part of it where we have to step aside now and allow God to do what he needs to do on his side. But when what happened, and I've, I've seen it time and time again, I've seen it time and time again where, um, I've seen it time and time again, sorry about that noise. Um, I've seen it time and time again where persons have become, become so succumbed to intercession that they're not able to do anything but just intercede um, on the same thing or for the same people at the same um, for that and the, the persons are not praying you know what I'm saying no I'm coming with something that um, that will let you understand that as much as how someone may intercede for you we're gonna step aside and we're gonna allow God to do what he needs to do but I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna leave you hanging right what I'm gonna allow you to do is to understand that you're you're not you're you know I'm sorry would have to learn now how to pray, right? There's a guideline in the scripture of how to pray, but it's not to say step by step to pray that way. It's just giving you a, an understanding to see how Jesus was telling us, you know, that you have an option to enter into the to, to, to the realm of of praying, right? you can go into the holies of holies just the same way i was reading the scripture just know that there is you can come boldly right into the into the holy place right so what i'm trying to say is that don't put the pressure on an intercessor or somebody and i'm not going to use the word intercessor i really don't like the word intercessor because at the end of the day you put a title on the person to, to, to make them believe that that's the only thing that they can do they only can pray and that's it right no everybody ought to pray you have to learn how to pray right it doesn't matter what comes from your mouth you have to learn how to pray you understand we can't take on this i've seen too many things back days in old and i've seen old older people my grandparents whoever else and they laid prostrate before the altar and they prayed 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 and they prayed, and they prayed, and they prayed over the same thing but what I never see happen is that they didn't come out of the way to let God do what they need, what he needs to do, right? And sometimes you see them and they're in so many destitutions, so many issues. They have so many issues in their lives because at the end of the day, they're, they, they're struggling. They are struggling. And I'm not saying that you won't go, go through struggling and you won't go through anything pertaining to that. But in the sense of knowing that they also want to be blessed. They also want to, to reach to where they need to reach. You understand? They also want to get to that part of it, um, to the blessing or whatever. They may not speak about, about it, but I've seen them. I've seen the, the sad eyes. They're sad because they're, they're locked in to, 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 to a state of um, religion, I would say, right? And to say, it's so religious for me to be an intercessor. And that's all I can do. And then it start becoming a weight, a burden. It start becoming a burden because 
it's not supposed to be a burden for you to pray or intercede or whatever because you're doing it for God. But it start becoming burdensome because you start doing it now, not for God, but you start doing it for people and you start doing it for, 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 for um, maybe for likes or whatever it is. You understand? And we have to understand that look. It has to be a, a sense to know that this person, right? I'm interceding for you and I'm believing God for you, right? Because at the end of the day, we, we know that God to be true. We know that he's true. We know that he's faithful, right? And while sometimes you may not have it, the riches, and you may not have all of these things, because we're not preaching riches, right? We're not preaching that. Yes, the blessing of the Lord make it rich and add no sorrow. The greatest, greatest richness of the blessing is on the inside. Because if you don't have all of that on the inside prepared, you're not able to, you, to, to, to touch anything externally. You're going to have issues. Why do you think people would fall short? I used to fall short in certain sense because I couldn't handle certain things. Because you're not prepared for it. And if you're not prepared, then you're not able to do whatever, God's, whatever God requires you to do in, in, in His will. Right? Not your own. But you have a lot of people doing things out of their own strength. And we can't do it in our own strength. We have to do it by the leading of the Holy Spirit and what he says, right? So even with me coming on and speaking on something like this, it's being led by the Holy Spirit. It's not a case to say 24 sevens, I'm going to speak on this, 24 sevens, I'm going to speak on that, right? But it has to be a sense where we have a relationship with God because at the end of the day, all of us have lives. Right, and we have to get real. We have our purpose, just as my book says. Please check out my book. <laughs> it's on Amazon. It's also um, on Kindle. It's also on the Kindle as well. Um, I think it's up on September 23rd or something or 24th um, that um, deal will be ended. Um, you can actually purchase it on Kindle if you have Kindle Unlimited on your tablet or whatever online, or you just sign up with Amazon. It's free to sign up with Amazon. Um, you can actually um, get it with Kindle Unlimited where you can actually read it online free of cost. But yeah, <laughs> sorry to bring that in. But um, yes, just as what my book says, um, Purpose Through Revelation. Uh, I found my purpose through revelation, through the revealing of the Holy Spirit. Um, the Holy Spirit revealing the scriptures to me and giving me understanding of who I am in the body of Christ. And um I think it was yesterday I was watching Juanita Bynum and I, and I said, wow, God spoke to me with the same thing. He spoke to me and told me that, um, you know, he started to give me insight and stuff like that to say, um, let me see if some of us can, can, can serve God without cameras, without lights, without anything pertaining to that. Um, and, and a praise team and everything like that because sometimes the praise team and, and things like that literally sometime maybe a hype man for you to pump you to, to to let you feel good as a leader and whatever and all of that but at the same time can we go back to where the word we're speaking the word we're reading word not holding back the word but allowing people to get the truth you understand and that is how we're we're transformed and also in our testimonies right we overcome by our testimonies so when i speak my testimony and, and, and tell you certain things and stuff like that is to give you hope to understand that God is working, God is moving, and God is not sleeping, He's speaking. And who is going to listen? Because you can hear, but you're not listening. Right? So I go back to the intercession to, to let you know that, yes, I know that the, the burden sometimes is heavy, but when you start looking not at the burden, but looking at God, and knowing that God chose you, and, and I think this is one of the things that the other day I was speaking on it, to, to let, let, stay in your lane like stay in your lane completely because um if you don't know who you are you start flip-flopping right you start operating in something that you weren't called to right and you have to stay in your lane in order to see where you're where where god is taking you because if you don't stay in your lane you start going swaying and swaying and swaying constantly and you're not, you're not able to see exactly the road that God is taking you on because you're thinking that 
oh, someone told me that I'm an intercessor and I need to be at church 24 seven and I need to whatever 24 seven. And no, that's not the case. I'll intercede for you and I believe the grace and mercy of God can rest upon you. And I will believe that God will heal you, right? I've seen that happen. But in the same realm, I have to step aside in order for God to do what he needs to do. But I can constantly come, constantly coming, right? Or constantly being there when I know that God, right, is in charge. No, I won't leave you hanging, as I said, right? I won't leave you hanging. But you can't, it can't be a case where the intercessors come to pray for you. And we treat the intercessors as people who pray and intercede on your behalf and treat them like they're nothing. You understand? Treat them like nothing. Like they're just an old rag. We just use it to polish off our shoes and then we put it down. And we have to understand that praying people, they're the ones that sit in the presence of God 24 7 they sat in the presence of, of, of God 24 7 in order to intercede for you so that you can be delivered but I'm bringing something that is different now to let you know that Jesus Christ is making intercessions right let me get that scripture real quickly likewise the spirit also helpeth our infirmities for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And I think one of the things that we need to we need to we need to minister right across the board, everything. When it comes on to, to, to praying, when it comes on to fasting, when it comes on to worship and everything. Because at the end of the day, we start using people. And I have to I have to be honest. We start allowing people to become gods in our lives. That when they leave, we start to feel a sense of burden, not burden. We start to feel a sense of like, I need to hang on to this person. No, because at the end of the day, they are not gods for us. They are human beings. They have feelings. I have feelings as well. And when, when someone is going to put something on you to, 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 to be an intercessor and pray, that's, yeah, you're called for this and whatever. Yes, I'm called for it. But what are you called for? <laughs> can we be honest what are you called for prayer isn't under your belt as well and not only prayer intercession is also in you to pray everybody's called to pray and everybody can tap into intercession as well if each one would help one if each one could help one the world would be a better place if each one can help one I help you you help me and we move on I help you you help me right but it can't be a case that I'm, I'm going to group and, and categorize a group of people and put them in a bunch and say, intercessors, sit right there. And you pray for the church. You pray for Jamaica. You pray for everything. Who is praying for the intercessors? That's a big question. Who is praying for the intercessors? Who is praying for them? Because if you put them there, you're thinking that, oh, they're so covered by God. Come on. We got to be real. There's no covering. A lot of them, a lot of times, what happened to them, nine out of ten times, they don't have anybody praying for them. They don't have no family member. They don't have nobody because they have to be carrying their family member. They have to be carrying the world. They have to be carrying Jamaica. No, the world belongs to God. Jesus Christ died for everybody and everybody ought to pray. Men ought to pray. And another thing that I've seen where this thing has been laying heavily on me, where um, men like I've never seen <laughs> I've never seen I don't know if it's there I don't know you know don't come at me but um, I've never seen a, a male being an intercessor it strikes me a lot to say how is it that a man is not praying like their mouths are closed and um, the woman is constantly screaming out their throat you understand what I'm saying? And uh, um, yeah, you know, I find it funny. You understand what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, men ought to pray. And men meaning the category of men, meaning woman, child, everybody, right? Because you know, the scripture does that unisex thing in the Bible. But um, 
when I looked at it and, and it came to me so so strongly <laughs> because I'm saying God why like men ought to pray everybody need to pray why why men you know why they can't pray why they can't intercede as well for their family men as as given was given dominion let me just make that clear men were given dominion it doesn't take a lot for men to do right and they also when they intercede demons flee because guess what god has already given them um authority upon the earth right so we put so many pressure on the women and i think there there's there needs to be a balance in the earth realm there needs to be a balance in the earth right you're not going to tell me that <laughs> sister jane and brother john is just sitting there and sister jane is just praying down the whole jamaica and praying down everything and um minister john is just sitting there and he's so comfortable and he's so nice right and sister jane is just sitting there just looking like i don't know you know what i'm saying confused and all of these things but at the same time at the same time we have to recognize what is happening in the body of christ you understand and knowing that there's a lot of unbalance a lot of unbalance we can't put the pressure on the intercessors again i really don't like the word but yeah it's coming from my mouth um you can't put the pressure on the intercessors you have the authority and you have the access to go ahead and pray to god it doesn't matter where you are you, and i'm not talking about prayer alone you can intercede and this is the thing that i want to talk about as well before i can come off that um parents you know we have to also learn how to pray for her children for and again prayer and intercession i'm not only saying to call the child's name alone and say i pray for um you know i pray that spirit of such and such the rest upon him blah 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 i'm talking about interceding that that child will be remaining grounded in the sense to know that look he or she is not going to waver right there's too many things going on in the world right now for a child to be wavering and they, they they're watching things and doing things that they're not supposed to you understand but if somebody's interceding the parent is interceding and then you when you intercede you now you start teaching the child let me say that start teaching the child how to pray teach the child how to pray right little prayers come with a little prayer book find little prayer books and and stuff like that I, I can't stress it enough that when i grew my grandmother yes i part grew my, my mom right the other part of my life but when i was younger and i grew my grandmother every part in the house have have have, have a um new testament bible and we're going on trips and she giving us the new testament bible you understand because jamaica as a matter of fact knows about prayer if we don't know nothing else we know about prayer you know what i'm saying but we have become so comfortable in the sense of knowing that we start putting pressure upon the intercessors no the intercessors cannot do it <laughs> sorry <laughs> we can't take on the burden all of the burden as a matter of fact none of the burden don't belong to us i'll call your name to god and i'll intercede on your behalf but there's something that i'm going to do now is to say when i get up off my knees i'm going to teach you now that's what i'm saying that to say hey you need to learn how to pray learn how to pray learn how to pray and i'm not just going to say it out my mouth or oh, learn how to pray i can guide you along the way to, to 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 show you how to pray to say pray like um not like this or say to pray uh uh set up whatever because i really don't like that i don't want to put a cap on it but a guideline to say look when you're praying you tell god how much you love him whatever adore him such and such right lift up the name of jesus ask for forgiveness just as what jesus said in the scriptures right give us our daily bread father god i'm in need of such and such right remember me what i need right and when you leave it there and all of that it it leaves you in the, in a place of of uh-huh. 
Thank you, Jesus. The reason why a lot of us, and it, it's hitting me too, because it, it's actually, it's actually um, teaching to me as well as I'm talking. The reason why a lot of us, when we pray and we're constantly praying over the same thing, is because we, we don't trust God. And because we had trust issues, I had a lot of trust issues. Come on, we're coming from the world and people did us stuff out there. We don't trust God. We don't trust, like, honestly, a lot of us, we don't trust God, to, to be real. We don't trust Him. In the way that we talk, in the way that we pray, everything, we don't trust Him. Because if, if we rest in that prayer, if I rest in the prayer and rest in that prayer and I said, God, this is what, whatever, I just leave it. Because if I leave it there, I know that he will, he, will, he will get it done. He will get it sorted out. He will do whatever he needs to do in my life. Because at the end of the day, I'm comfortable in that way to know that I trust God enough for him to do what he needs to do in my life. That's just it. But the reason why we're so... Because some of us are praying fearfully. Not saying that we're not supposed to pray, you know, to sound that way, you know. But I'm talking about fearfully in the sense of, like, God, if I don't roll on the ground 10 times, I'm not going to get what, you, what you're telling me. But when I can surrender and submit everything to you and surrender all, that it doesn't matter what's happening in the world. It doesn't matter what's happening around me. Just as what, just as what the, the, the scripture said just now. That when you just think back on the early days when you first learned about Jesus Christ, remember how you remained faithful? Even though it, it, it meant terrible suffering, sometimes you were exposed to public ridicule and were beaten and sometimes you helped others who were suffering in the same thing that you are. Right? You suffered along with those who were thrown into jail and when you owned, when, when all you owned was taken from you, you accepted it with joy. You knew there were better things waiting for you that will last forever. Right? Because he said, for in a little while, the coming one will come and not delay. And my righteous ones will live by faith. But I will take no pleasure in anyone who turns away. So we turn, turn away and say, God, I don't think that God remembers me. He remembers his, his faithful ones. He remembers you. God would never allow his people to go through a certain suffering. Right? Not to say that you, you deserved it. Because there's suffering with Jesus Christ, and there's and there's other suffering which I, which I, uh, I posted the other day that we suffer for people problem, which we shouldn't even suffer for people problem in the first place. But in the sense of knowing that Paul was um, was just highlighting and and um, showing us that you suffered yes for other people's story and people problem and stuff like that. But you start coming into the sense of endurance and patience to know that God already got me. It doesn't matter what it is. And it doesn't matter how it is, how it's going to come. It doesn't matter. Because God desires for us to be blessed. There's, there's nothing at all that... There's no way on, on God's green earth God wants anybody to suffer and suffer in the sense of broke and all of that and that is why he's so concerned about the poor the fatherless whoever else because you have some people that get the get whatever they're getting and move on they don't remember the hungry they don't remember the destitute they don't remember nobody because they have gotten so much and so accustomed why do you think god bless us he puts us in this world to be a difference to people, to bring Jesus Christ and to bring the light to the world, to the dark world, because you have the earth and you have the world. The world is the systems, right? Sin, sinful nature and all those things, sinful ways. But the earth is the Lord, the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. The earth belongs to God. And if he allows us to access the earth, Things in the earth realm. It's not for us to take it upon ourselves and decide that, look, it belongs to me. No, you're going to use wisdom, yes, because you have wisdom. Wisdom, there's a part in Proverbs that says wisdom is, one in, is in one hand and riches is in the other. You have to have wisdom in order to spend what you have. 
and it goes hand in hand. There's a balance. So I'm not saying to give away your, your, your cattle, give away everything unless God says so. <laughs> but I'm not telling you to give away your million dollars and give that person that and that, that, that. You have to allow the Holy Spirit to lead you because it's not everything or everybody. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes God wants you to go ahead and, and do whatever. You have to be careful. Allow the Holy Spirit to lead you. Because we're not, we're not Jesus. But we can go one soul at a time. One person at a time. To bring the trueness of what God wants us to bring. Right? But no one is going to become a feeding tree for anybody. Let me just say that. Feeding tree in the sense of even the for intercession. And feeding tree for even for the blessing. You see what I'm saying? Because everyone gets the opportunity to do what they need to do in this earth to bring what they need to bring it's not only just to go ahead and do all of these things god bless the the, the, the persons who in the bible in the time of old right they became fishers of men but i'm sure that they went back to their families they had their families some were tax collectors some were publicans as as, as what the scripture said lawyers doctors physicians Jesus sat amongst who's going who's going who's going um be in the hospital when persons get sick if there's not a doctor when everybody pack up in the church which we, we kind of just see like church is going in a different way no that yes church is there but is it, it's more in the in a, in a different way no that everybody got to learn how to evangelize everybody got to learn how to preach and and minister the gospel not to go out there now to do what they want to do now, you know. Don't get me wrong. Again, right? As, as, as Mark chapter 16 verse 15 said, And then he told them, go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. Right? Anywhere that you are, as long as you are a believer, a follower of Jesus Christ, and you are a disciple of Jesus Christ, because we're disciples, we have too much followers of men and not disciples of Jesus that's causing a lot of problems it's not about the person it's about Jesus that's what we want we want you to follow Jesus Jesus he's the one that need that that's going to do everything that is needed in your life Jesus will be the great healer to your mind to your soul to your spirit everything Jesus I'm not going to stop preaching Jesus and teaching Jesus because it's not about me. It's about one man that died for all our sins. All our sins. And when you start recognizing that, we start, intercession won't be, won't be a problem to us. We just pray, leave it to God, and that's it. Right? But when we start praying, we also have to come with something that's going to seal the person when you finish praying for them. It's the same way when you deliver someone. Demon cast out, whatever cast out of the person. That person vessel is empty. And if they don't have the word that is inside of them, they're going to bring how many amounts of other demons come back to that person. And they're worse off than who they were before. So you got to be careful as well. That's another thing. Be careful what you, who you're interceding for and how much um, you have to be mindful with the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, lead me. Let the Holy Spirit go before you and not you go before the Holy Spirit. That's what I'm trying to say. That I'm not just going to lay hands because I have the gift to deliver or I have access to the gift because it doesn't belong to me. I have access to the gift. So I have access to the gift. So automatically I can just lay on hands, deliver these people. I know I see so many demons come out of the person. Yes. Well, that is good. The word of God. The word of God needs to be rested in that person. We have to be careful because some of us, we want to just lay on hands on people. Because we want to prove something. We don't want we want to, we don't want to do it because yes, the Lord is gonna deliver this person. And I believe it. 
and I know that God is going to come through for them. But we really and truly want to take on the power on ourselves and say it's us. And we start feasting upon that to gain power. And you have so many fallen soldiers because of these things. Because we're not doing what God says or how God wants us to go for to do it. But we have to be careful and mindful. That's another part of the intercession that I wanted to say. That when you pray, you believe God. You're casting out something out of someone. It has to be a case where the Holy Spirit is leading you and not you going before the Holy Spirit. That's it. Because the Holy Spirit needs to have his way. He needs to do what he needs to do. God needs to do what he needs to do. And when we hold on to things like that, yeah, pretty much we're not at peace. We can't sleep. We can't sleep at nights because we're so, we're so bound to thinking that it's you and it's me and it's me and I have to pray and I have to this and I have to that. No. Take the time out, I would say, and pray and talk to God for yourself. Get to know who God is. Get to know Jesus. Grow your relationship with him. Because I think that's one of the reasons why I wrote that book. Grow, the, grow your relationship with, 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 with Jesus and know who Jesus is before you take on this level of ownership like you own the gift and you own this and own that because god knows that we got things to do we have obligations we have things to do in this earth other than just ministering the gospel because how this place is gonna um to get where it needs to be we have we have we have gotten so accustomed to somebody just giving me something what about your hands and your feet what about your hands and your feet what can you do with your hands and your feet in order to get stuff done that's another thing we all if it's school that we're supposed to go back to go to school we have too many people who stand at the pulpit and i don't even i don't even want to say uneducated i don't want to say that because I don't want to come off as strong. Right? But I think that we should be, just as the scripture said, be our brother's keeper. And if we can help, we help someone get through to school. Let them, let them, let them get whatever they need to get. Or if you can pay for a subject, if you can, if you can, um, what they call it? Yeah, if you can pay for a subject, if you can um, maybe get them into an institution or something. You understand something and maybe you can um maybe you know the little babies who are going basic school maybe you can put something together and um you know a little gift bag and something to give back to them you know to to ensure that they're okay to go back to school because it's not just intercession alone you come with the interceding when you finish inter interceding <laughs> when you finish with the interceding you know yeah there you have hands and feet as well that Will, will, that you can use to get things out to people and I think that's one of the things that we need to understand <laughs> but I don't mean to derive from the intercession but I'm talking as the Holy Spirit leads me that yeah people do need help and sometimes it's not about the shouting and screaming in people's ears it's about genuinely caring for that person and after you're interceding maybe you can hand them something it's not much because you're not Jesus, right? It's not much. But let me see what can I help you with this, right? And get this done for you. And when I get this done for you now, I, you know, I'm, I'm believing God that he's going to turn your life around. And everybody get their blessing and go on their way. But when you want to hold people and hold them captive, no, we can't hold them captive. No. We can't hold them captive. They belong to God. Everybody belong to God and everybody have the right to pray, go into the holies of holies and pray on 
on, on their child's behalf. And I'm imploring again, September is coming right around the corner, tomorrow, actually. Pray for your children. Pray for them. Pray over them. Because they need it. They need prayer. They need prayer and they need the covering of the parents to pray over them. Right? It's not easy to sit around a computer five days a week. A week right? And they say that no face-to-face class yet. You have to be there and warm. You know what I'm saying? To ensure that they're okay for school. But yeah. understand but um yeah that's just it for now because i know that the recording is actually ending right now but um yeah that's what i wanted to bring across to y'all and um yeah just (laughs) just do what god tells you to do that's just it that's just it just do what god tells you to do i remember a sister was telling me yesterday just do what god tells you to do and just leave the rest to god right just leave it to god just leave it to God and just allow God to do what he needs to do. But I, I do pray that you all have a wonderful day today. And I pray that you will have a wonderful rest of the week. We're entering into a brand new month. And I pray that God will continue to propel you into your destiny and into the purpose. Everybody was given a God-given purpose on this earth. And I pray that God will give you that in your dreams, in your visions trust me god speaks (laughs) god speaks and i pray that he will give you a vision i pray that he will speak to you and i pray that you will gain understanding of who you truly are in the in, in in god in christ find you a church home let the holy spirit lead you that's another thing let the holy spirit lead you to a church home find somewhere right it may not be in the physical building right now but sorry find a church home find somewhere where the holy spirit is leading you to that can allow you to bring your gifts and your talents or whatever it is that you have not only for the church right but also to have a covering over you right to have a covering over you as leaders you understand what I'm saying? As leaders that, that, that's rising in the earth this moment, right? But I pray that God will continue to lead and, and guide you and protect you in all your ways. You understand? But I pray. I know that God is going to do something for y'all. I know that God is going to do something for you. I believe God. I believe God with all my heart that he's going to do something for you. That he's going to turn your life around. So he has been turning mine around. He has been doing marvelous thing in my, things in my life. And he's going to do the same for you. So I know that he's going to do it for you. Just hold on to God. Trust him. It, does, it doesn't matter how it is. Take your time. Baby steps. And get to where you need to, to be. Don't let anybody rush you. Again, I, I can't stop saying that. Don't let anybody rush you because culture does that. And because culture-minded people do that don't let anybody rush you to do anything let god take his time with you because he's patient with you these are my, these are my few words <laughs> be blessed people people have a wonderful day bye